0: Good morning, and welcome to the Activate Podcast. This morning, we are going to be doing things completely differently, so uh, hang in there with me. This is uh, episode 83, and uh, we are going. if you have missed any episodes of this podcast, you can check it out on SoundCloud uh, or iTunes by searching Jillian Pelkey Activate. Let's pray, and then we're going to get right into what God has for us in this day and in this moment. Will you bow your hearts with me? God, I thank you that you are alive and active and part of our hopes and our dreams. You're part of our hearts. God, you see our hearts. God, you have a blueprint for our lives. God, this morning, I am overflowing with thankfulness for you reaching in to humanity as a whole, but into our individual lives and loving us and seeing us and helping us and directing us. God, I pray that today your word would be a light that shines a bright path in front of us, that, God, we would know where to step and where not to step, that, God, we would follow after you with everything that's within us. God, I thank you for your Holy Spirit. Guide us now, in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, today I'm going to do a little Bible immersion, and uh, we are going to... Talk about the Bible as a whole. We're going to talk about God's continual way of welcoming us back. His continual way of welcoming us back. I'm going to give you a quick overview of the Bible. Uh, about three minutes, and then we're going to dive into some scripture. So uh, this is if you had never heard the Bible before, if you've heard it a million times, and this is just a beautiful, quick couple of sentences about the Bible as a whole. God created the human race. Through Adam and Eve's actions, sin entered. Evil grew until every thought of mankind was evil continually. God sent a great flood to destroy the earth, saving only Noah and his descendants, a baptism of the earth. Then God calls a man named Abraham to leave his people and go to an unknown place that God would make him there, the father of many, many nations. Abraham has a son named Isaac. Isaac has a son named Jacob. Jacob was also called Israel. Remember that name, Israel. Israel had 12 sons. One of those sons' names was Joseph. Joseph was sold by his brothers into slavery in a land called Egypt. A famine came, and then the whole family of Israel, Jacob, moved to Egypt, where Joseph was now a ruler, and he saved them. But the family was now big enough to be considered a nation, and it grew in number rapidly, and soon the pharaohs worried that they would overtake their government, so they enslaved them in bondage. 430 years later, the Lord uses a man named Moses to deliver the nation of Israel. Now, 600,000 men, plus women and children. He gave them laws to follow. Following the laws and making sacrifices was the atonement or payment for their sins. They had priests to guide them, then they had judges. Then the nation of Israel asked for a king so they could be like the nations around them. They had kings, some good and some bad, and some very, very bad. They had prophets that spoke for God, calling out that a Messiah, a Savior, would soon come. And then radio silence for 400 years. Then John the Baptist comes preaching repentance, that the kingdom of heaven is near. And then Jesus, the Savior, comes and lives among his people, healing and teaching. Jesus dies as the final sacrifice, and he fulfills the requirements of the law given to Moses. He takes on the sins of the whole human race, becoming the new and better Adam, having no sin at all. He invites not just the descendants of Israel, but all humankind to believe in him and to have eternal life with him. The law given to Moses is fulfilled Eternal life with a holy God is obtainable to all who believe in Jesus Christ, the Messiah, the Savior. Jesus goes to heaven to sit at the right hand of God, and he says, another is coming, the Holy Spirit, and he will guide you into all truth. The Holy Spirit has come. He speaks to us. He speaks to me daily if we'll listen. And we now eagerly wait for the return of Jesus and our entrance into heaven and eternal life. I'm going to go through now and read some scripture verses that back up those simple sentences. And this is just going to be an immersion in scripture. So if you will sit back and listen. The scriptures start at Genesis. They go through almost every single book of the Bible ending in the book of Revelation. So I will pause bes- between each verse, but some of them seem to just flow together. Every single word that I'm about to say will be scripture. I'm not going to add any of my own thoughts. I'm not going to add um, any part to this at all. It is literally word-for-word scripture. It's taken from the International Children's Bible, which is a word-for-word uh Rendition of the scripture, and um, look here about the theme of God continually welcoming back humanity, continually with His arms open, like the Father in the story of the prodigal son, welcoming back His people. All right, are you ready for this? Here we go. If you need all the references for this, I can post these. Um, if you receive our um, weekly email. It'll be on there. Um, So here we go. This is all scripture. Sit back and listen to what God will say to you because I believe that the Holy Spirit will speak to you. And I know that God's word doesn't come back void. It doesn't come back with nothing that when it goes out, it, it touches our hearts. In Hebrews, it says that it's like sharper than a two-edged sword. The message ver- version says it's like a, a surgeon's scalpel. And so what the Word of God does is it it separates our intentions. It separates our, our soul and spirit. It looks right into us. It gives us a reflection. And this, the Word of God is so powerful. I know it's going to touch people. So um, let's pray one more time. Holy Spirit, we welcome you. We ask that you would speak to us through your word. God, have your way in this moment. Amen. All right, here we go. And it happened. The breath of life. Then the Lord said to the woman, what have you done? Noah will comfort us from the pain of our work. One male and one female of every living thing, all with the breath of life, enter the ark the people of Israel had lived in Egypt for 430 years. On the day the 430 years ended, the Lord's division of the people left Egypt. I did this so I could live with them. I am the Lord, their God. The Israelites have been bought back. I will remove the person's sin so he will belong to God. And the Lord will forgive them. 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 You must do this to remove your sins so that you will belong to the Lord. It is the blood that removes the sin from your life so you will belong to the Lord. Be my holy people. Be holy because I am holy. I am the Lord your God. Remember my laws. I am the Lord and I have made you holy. How long Will these people ignore me? How long will it be before they believe me? But my servant Caleb has a different spirit. He follows me completely. Love the Lord your God. Obey him. Stay close to him. He is your life. Joshua read the words of the teaching. All the women and children were there. But they did not ask the Lord what to do. After those people had died, their children grew up. They did not know the Lord or what he had done for Israel. What pleases the Lord more? Burnt offerings and sacrifices or obedience? Is it better to, to obey God than to offer a sacrifice? Is it better to listen to God than to offer the fat of a male sheep? Refusing to obey is as bad as the sin of sorcery. Being stubborn is as bad as the sin of worshiping idols. Satan was against Israel. Be strong and brave. Do the work. Don't be afraid or discouraged. The Lord, my God, is with you. He will help you until all the work is complete. He will never leave you. The Lord searches all the earth for people who have given themselves completely to him. He wants to make them strong. The Spirit of God created me. The breath of God, all-powerful, gave me life. No one can pay God for his own life. The price of life is high. No payment is ever enough. But they kept on sinning. They did not believe even with miracles. They followed their own advice. I wish my people would listen to me. I wish Israel would live my way. Then I would quickly defeat their enemies. His love continues forever. His love continues forever. His love continues forever. His love continues forever. God, your thoughts are precious to me. They are so many. If I could count them, they would be more than all the grains of the sand. The Lord will again choose the people Israel. The non-Israelite people will become part of the family of God. But God will destroy death forever. The Lord God will wipe away every tear from every face. God will take away the shame of his people from the earth. The Lord has spoken trust the Lord because he is our rock forever. These people say they love me. They show honor to me with their words, but their hearts are far from me. The honor they show me is nothing more than human rules that they've memorized. I called you, but you refused to answer. I spoke to you, but you wouldn't listen. You did the things I said were evil. You chose to do the things that displease me. Those people won't look at me. They have turned their backs to me. But when they get in trouble, they say, "'Come, save me.'" All you have to do is admit your sin. Come back, and I will forgive you for being unfaithful. I sent my messages to them again and again. I used my servants, the prophets, to give my messages to them, but they did not listen, says the Lord. The Lord is good. His love continues forever. I do not want a wicked person to die, I want him to stop doing evil and live. Turn back. Turn back from your wicked ways. I will search for the lost. I will bring back those who were scattered. I will put bandages on those that were hurt. I will make the weak strong. Also, I will teach you to respect me completely. I will put a new way to think inside of you. I will take out the stubborn heart like stone from your bodies, and I will give you an obedient heart of flesh. I will put my spirit inside of you, and I will help you live by my rules. You'll be careful to obey my laws. I will make them clean. Then they will be my people and I will be their God. And my servant David will be their king. They will all have one shepherd. They will live by my rules and obey my laws. And I will make the valley of sin a door of hope. I want faithful love more than I want animal sacrifices. I want people to know me. I will give my spirit freely to all kinds of people. Your sons and your daughters will prophesy. Your old men will dream dreams. Your young men will see visions. At that time, I will give my spirit, even to servants, both men and women. Then anyone who asks the Lord for help will be saved. But you did not come back to me, says the Lord. Then the angel said to them, Don't be afraid, because I am bringing you some good news. It will be joy to all people. Today, your Savior has been born in David's town. He is Christ the Lord. This is how you will know Him. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths, lying in a feeding box. About that time, John the Baptist came preaching in the desert area of Judea. John said, change your hearts and your lives, because the kingdom of heaven is coming soon. Jesus saw the crowds of people, and he felt sorry for them because they were worried and helpless. They were like sheep without a shepherd. The wedding feast is ready. I invited those people, but they were not worthy to come. So go to the street corners. Invite everyone you see. Tell them to come to my feast. This is my blood, which begins a new agreement that God makes with his people. They will be saved by having their sins forgiven. With the loving mercy of our God, a new day from heaven will shine upon us, and all people will know about the salvation of God. The thing that you should seek is God's kingdom, and then all other things you need will be given to you. A person must love me more than he loves himself. He must tell people to change their hearts and lives. If they do this, their sins will be forgiven. For God so loved the world That he gave his only son. God gave his son that whoever believes in him may not be lost but have eternal life. God did not send his son into the world to judge the world guilty, but to save the world through him. He who believes in God's son is not judged guilty. I give you a new command. Love each other. You must love each other as I have loved you. All people will know that you are my followers if you love each other. Change your hearts and lives and be baptized, each one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. Jesus is the only one who can save people. No one else in the world is able to save. Everyone who believes in Jesus will be forgiven. God will forgive his sins through Jesus. All the prophets say this is true. God makes people right with himself through their faith in Jesus Christ. This is true for all who believe in Christ because all are the same. All people have sinned and are not good enough for God's glory. People are made right with God by his grace, which is a free gift. They are made right with God by being made free from sin through Jesus Christ. God sent him to die in our place to take away our sins. Through Jesus, we are now God's friends again. Yes, when Christ died, he died to defeat the power of sin one time, enough for all time. He now has a new life and his new life is with God. In the same way, you should see yourselves as being dead to the power of sin and alive with God through Jesus Christ. So now we serve God in a new way, not in the old way with written rules. Now we serve God in the new way with the spirit. So now those who are in Christ Jesus are not judged guilty. I am not judged guilty because in Christ Jesus, the law of the Spirit that brings life has made me free. Anyone who trusts in Him will never be disappointed. Anyone who asks the Lord for help will be saved. Christ is the reason that we are right with God and have freedom from sin. Christ is the reason we are holy. And so the grace of God is being given to more and more people. So we set our eyes not on what we see, but what we cannot see. What we see will last only a short time, but what we cannot see will last forever. And He has given us the Spirit to be a guarantee for this new life. Through Christ, God made peace between us and Himself, and God gave us the work of bringing everyone into peace with Him. The day of salvation is now. And we destroy every proud thought that raises itself up against the knowledge of God. We capture every thought and make it give up and obey Christ. How did you receive the Holy Spirit? Did you receive the Spirit by following the law? No, you received the Spirit because you heard the good news and you believed it. Now, in Christ, there is no difference between Jew and Greek. There is no difference between slaves and free men. There is no difference between male and female. You are all the same in Christ Jesus we now have freedom because Christ made us free. So stand strong. Do not change and go back into the slavery of the law. God has made us what we are in Christ Jesus. God made us new people so that we would do good works. God had planned and advanced those good works for us. He has had planned for us to live our lives doing them. You believers are like a building that God owns. You are being built into a place where God lives through his spirit. His purpose was that through the church, all the rulers and powers in the heavenly world would know God's wisdom, which has so many forms. Forgive each other just as God forgave you in Christ. And so do not be foolish with your lives, but learn what God wants you to do. The church is Christ's body. Christ is the Savior of the body. In your lives, you must think and act like Christ Jesus. He brings you before God as people who are holy with no wrong in you and with nothing that God can judge you guilty of. We owed a debt because we broke God's laws. The debt listed all the rules we failed to follow, but God forgave us that debt. He took away the debt and nailed it to the cross. God defeated the spiritual rulers and powers with the cross. God won the victory and defeated them. He showed the world that they were powerless. The old rule is now set aside because it was weak and useless. The law of Moses could not make anything perfect, but now a better hope has been given to us. And with this hope, we come near to God. The Father has loved us so much. He loved us so much that we are called children of God. Dear friends, use your most holy faith to build yourselves up strong. Pray with the Holy Spirit. Keep yourself in God's love. Wait for the Lord Jesus Christ with His mercy to give you life forever. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God all-powerful. He was, He is, and He is coming. The lion from the tribe of Judah has won the victory. He is David's descendant. Hallelujah. Our Lord God rules. He is all powerful. Let us rejoice and be happy and give God glory. Give God glory because the wedding of the lamb has come and the lamb's bride has made herself ready. The one who is sitting on the fro- the throne said, look, I am making everything new. Praise God. Praise God. So we can see from all of those scriptures that God continually welcomes us back. Not only does He continually welcome us back, but there's a huge changeover from us trying to make atonement for our sins to a free gift that's given to every single one of us, regardless of everything. And sometimes it's hard for me to see my own sin in myself, but it's very easy for me to see it in other people. When I see sin in other people, I have to look and say, God will welcome them back. I need to welcome them back. I need to have the heart of Jesus. I need to reach out my hand every time someone comes back. The other thing that struck out, stuck out to me from that is that God is searching the earth for those that are completely his and that he'll use us to help bring people back into right relationship with him. We're living in the day of salvation. The day of salvation is here. The best time in the human, the, the human history and in all of mankind is now, where the love of God can reign in our lives, where the Holy Spirit can guide us. He's given His Holy Spirit to each and every one of us. I hope that you'll spend time today in the presence of God because He has a blueprint and a plan for your life that nobody else has. God is supernatural. He's smarter than us, and He's alive and active, and He has a plan. And if we'll open up our hearts, our stubborn hearts, if we'll open up our ears and listen, He wants to heal us, make us whole, and be agents of hope and love into everywhere we go. So let's pray. God, I thank You for Your Word. God, I know it spoke in different ways to so many people. And God, I thank You for all of those verses. Lord, I pray that we would... Today just realize how much you love us how much you've you've excused us from you've you've washed over our sins you've taken them away God we deserve death we deserve separation from you we deserve nothing and yet you've lavished love upon us help us now not to withhold that same love and that same forgiveness to other people Help us to be your children. Help us to act like you. God, we thank you for your sacrificial love. In Jesus' name, amen. If you would like to sign up for the weekly email, you can uh, send an email to the link is on SoundCloud, and um, that's where all these verses will be, and I hope that God just continues to speak into your life and to, to shepherd you. He is the great shepherd, and he doesn't miss or look over any single one of us. He cares for you. So if we'll listen, he'll give us direction and he'll give us peace. Thank you for listening today.